what's good connection family it's your boy brother sullivan in the building yo it's so good to be back with you guys this weekend for another edition of connected conversations I got my people in the building, y'all. Hey. I got my man, Pastor Tim. What's up? Hey, what's up? Pastor D. Hey, hey. And my bro, Shea in the building. What's up, y'all? It's me, and I'm doing good. Hey. Yo, how you doing, it's Brother so good Sullivan? to see y'all again. Well, thanks for Yo. coming back on vacation and joining us. Exactly. Listen, let me tell you, God was doing the work in that vacation. And I tell you, he, I don't think he was ready for me to come back, but. We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if that's from God because, uh, <laughs> look, most people don't get but a couple of days, not a couple of months off. Exactly. Listen, and I am thankful to you guys for blessing me with that opportunity. Um, but in that time, I tell you, God has really worked and moved in a mindful way in my life. So I'm thankful for it. Um, and I'm, I'm blessed to be back in the building with you guys today. Um, to come and talk about another amazing word that Pastor Tim brought to us, man. I wow. tell you, same water? same water. Same water. Oh, wow. That was a word. That was a word. Amen. Go come ahead. on now. Tell- that was, oh man, that was so great. I am excited to jump into this. But y'all know I got to come at you with an icebreaker. Like in this season and everything that's going on, let's talk real quick. What? is a gospel song or a Christian song right now that really speaks to your heart. Let me hear. Let me see about it. Intentional. Intentional. That has mm-hmm. been, uh, that's moved me. Um, since I heard it the first time, I just sing it in my sleep. It's so beautiful. Wow. I love it. Wow. I love that song. Amen. For me, uh, it's Wide as a Sky by Isabel Davis. It because no matter what we're going through, we just have to lift our God up above every name, and then everything else is gonna fade away. Everything gonna fade away because it's it, He is all that we need. We get so caught up with all everything from CNN to Fox, everything that's going on. But when you put God in His proper place, everything else become muted. That's right. Mm, so good. Yeah. Oh, for me, um, there's there's a song by Chris Rice called Eighth Grade. And it's um, it's quite interesting because in the song, part of the lyrics is how um, when he was in the eighth grade, the worst thing he could mess up was mixing uh, corn dog and um, uh, ketchup. And, you know, <laughs> and the, the premise of the entire song was how the past seems safer <laughs> than right now. And, you know, it's it's kind of interesting when you think about, like, I think it was First Corinthians where Paul was talking about how, um, whether it's Paul or Apollos or Cephas, uh, was it Cephas who called it? Um, all are yours, including the present and the future. And the future. And you the know. future, yeah. yeah Amen. So, yeah, that's kind of what's talking to me right now. Amen. Okay. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Oh, that's say, definitely yeah, awesome. We're going to change your name. We're going to change your title. We got you behind the camera. We're going to have to bring him out more in front of the camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Think the brother got a Come word. On, it's like you got a word in there. Oh, yes, that he brother does. got a word. Oh, yes, what y'all does. say? Yes, he does. He got a word. I hear it. <laughs> well, I must say, man, mine right now, um, one that really just takes me, go, uh, takes me in is most beautiful. Um, and so in love by Chandler Moore um, and Maverick Music. Oh my God, man. When I tell you, the song just basically says like, dearest father, you are my closest friend. Mm-hmm. Like most beautiful. 
in itself. And then it goes into, I'm so in love with you, God. Like, I, this is where I am. This is my worship anthem right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I tell you I really need to get into that place and zone in on only God and God alone, oh, this song takes me there. Um, and it's a beautiful melody. Um, I hope you guys get a chance to check them out. Um, a shout out to all of those individuals in the songs that we mentioned today. Um, you know, that hopefully they help bring you to a different place in yes. your walk with God um, and help to minister to you. So, yeah, we appreciate that. Yes, that all right. music definitely uh, take us to where we need to go. Yeah, it, it does. And, and I'm thankful that a part of this ministry, music does play a big part. Um, and Pastor Tim makes sure that that ministry that he has in him, because God gave him two ministries, you know, to be a pastor. Um, and his second gift is also to be a minister of music, you know, a, 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 a conduit of someone who is able to create um, music to help um, heal our souls, our, our minds and our Amen. spirits in those times. Amen. So I'm thankful that he is allowing his gift to be used yes. multiple ways in his ministry. Amen. God is always meant for those to be fused together, not to pick one over the other. So thankfully he has stepped out and able to. It took to me a while to realize that though. It took me a while <laughs> to realize that. Cause I felt like I had, I had to put the music to the side to jump into ministry. And God had to remind me, I gave you that ministry first. That ministry yeah. pushed you into the other ministry. So you, like you just said, uh, Pastor D, they merged together. And it's amazing because mm-hmm. The gift of writing has come back to me again, and this—it's amazing. God give me words, and then He'll give me melody, and then the next thing you know, I'm recording. I didn't have this feeling um, for a long time. I was young, and I used to ask my mother. I—I I, I thought all all the songs came from heaven. I, I asked my my parents. I said, "Where do songs come from?" They said, "They come from people." I said, I, "You know, I love music so much. I was young. I said, I thought all the songs came from heaven." And they do. <laughs> I did. I, th- I thought they all they came do. from heaven. They do, but they come through people. Okay. Yes. Okay. Look, look, my when we met and when we, you know, passed the uh, dating phase, I used to call it my melody from heaven. You remember that? That was a little yes. nickname. Yes. We, you know, melody. What? So I wouldn't tell people the name. They was like, they were like, what's the, what, who, who are you talking about? I said melody. So I would call him Melody because he was known in the community, you know what I'm saying? So I just didn't call his name. So, But he was Melody from heaven. Thank you. You know, I want to add that um, I found out that sometimes these things that we we have as passions and the skills that we have that we think are not related, somehow I feel like God has a way of trying to fuse them into that one thing that it is his own purpose that's so right. i'm going to go back to the whole um moses um the scenario with moses now we may think about moses living in the the um palace. with in the palace with pharaoh as maybe a bit of a coincidence we can even think of it as oh okay moses went to he eventually was going to you know go go out and rescue the israelites but we don't realize we may not realize that god may have put him in that position so that he can learn leadership because he was right exactly yes. exactly exactly you know? yes. so now being able to be there seeing how pharaoh or how the government was um was helping the people or how they led the people is something i feel like it would have given moses some kind of perspective and would have helped Ooh. him in leading the the israelites out of 
on engine. Well, amen, brother Shay A. Oh, come on. Well, well, we can speak out that word, y'all. You know, see, that's that word. Amen. Amen. Go ahead on. But yes, God, all things work together. Yeah. Y'all singing my song. <laughs> all things work together because, you know, see, look, you that. see how that all, just, how that just turned in together? Like, it works. Yes, it, it works. works. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. And, 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 Go ahead, Pastor D. No, I was just giving you segue, <laughs> definitely. Because... Oh, I was going to say, yeah. I mean, what it does is, I mean, that definitely brings us into our, our first topic, um, a discussion for today. Moses' mother, in the in the story that we talked about, uh, Pastor Tim broke down how um, Moses' mother followed the king's rules of placing him in the river. Yes. Um, and But she didn't drown him. Right. She placed him in a basket that happened to flow down the river. Um, and this happened to be the canal, which means it flew, it flowed from south to north versus north to south. Come right. on, somebody. Right. Right. Come on. It flowed Come on. in the right flow direction. Against the flow. Right. Flow against the flow, the current. That is it. With no so problem. I, my, my question is, is uh, and, and Pastor D, this may be uh, coming from a mother's perspective. So Moses' mother followed the instructions, right? Mm -hmm. She put him in the, in the river, but in a basket. She didn't drown him. Where did that idea come from? Was it a motherly instinct or just she hear from God? Baby, all good thoughts come from God. So, so no, come on. no matter whether she felt, you know, women's intuition, because just it didn't just happen. It had to be a plan. Okay. Mm -hmm. You can't put your baby in a basket and not know somebody's going to get it on the other side. Mm. You just can't do that. You know God is directing the basket against the flow of the water, but somebody got to be on the other side to get this baby. That's right. Come on. We don't know the distance, but I'm pretty sure it was far because royalty is not going to want to be too close to the slaves. That's right. That's Even true. though it's the same water. Even though it's the same water. It they was the Nile. Distance. They make but I'm sure it had to be just like what we're dealing with in the White House. There had to be barricades. There had to be protective That's right. around that to make sure that they couldn't come over to either side. That's right. Mm -hmm. Without being invited. So it had to be a plan. We as women and mothers don't do anything without a plan. You know how y'all like to say we have eyes in the back of our head? We're going to seek God to know how to protect our children. Mm. I call That's that good. a spiritual manipulation. God spiritually mm. manipulated that whole situation. See, God had Moses, an expectation. Moses had a purpose, <laughs> and he wanted, and he gave every inspiration that he could give to make sure Moses stayed alive to fulfill his purpose. His expected end. His expected end. God knew he had mm. a purpose. He knew him before he was born. He, he knew him before the foundations and he knew what his purpose and what he was going to groom him to be. That's so good. So yes, it was, so it was good. a plan. They, it was an inside job. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So the inside job, which is definitely within my next question, I got to know this. Like, so the same water, which happens to be the same river, right? Yeah. Uh, Pastor Tim told us that God used, Pharaoh's daughter's maid, right? right. To preserve Moses' life. She said, go get me a Hebrew maid. Not knowing his mother was the maid that she requested. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Come on now. Yes. Help, Amen. help me, Holy Ghost. Yes. So how did this yes. happen? Okay. Yes. 
All right. So that plan, right? So when uh, Moses's mother had a daughter who worked in Mm. the palace, she was a handmaiden to Pharaoh's daughter. So when they put this plan together, Moses' mother didn't put her baby in the water without knowing that her his sister was on the other side to make sure things happen. In my mm. Holy Ghost mind, I hear this conversation where they said, okay, you make sure that Pharaoh's daughter is bathing at this time. <laughs> and you make sure you with her. <laughs> and then when I put Moses and have him come because it, it takes a, it's so many kilometers down, it's going to take this time. So make sure that she's there. Come on. And so she made sure of that. So when the baby, and they recognized that it was a Hebrew baby, Pharaoh's sister would say, hey, because she can't nurse him because she's not a mother. Only somebody that had a baby can be a, can nurse a newborn baby. Right. Ooh, so come on, come hey, on. So in their plan, it's like, hey, you want me to go get a Hebrew to nurse this baby? Mm-hmm. I, I know Pharaoh, I mean, Moses' sister, know who the mother is because it's her mother. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's that inside job. That's a plan. Yeah. Ain't nothing just happened. And then on top of that, you went and got your mother to nurse your brother, and she getting paid to do at it. the same time. Mm-hmm. Now you talking on, about somebody. a blessing. Come on. Oh. <laughs> I'm a, you going to pay me to take care of my child. My own child. Amen. Tell somebody thank you. We ain't talking about welfare. We get some. Mm-hmm. We talking on, about workfare. We get some workfare. We get some. We get some politic money. <laughs> we, we, look here, she got her stimulus. <laughs> I think the beauty of it is is the fact that she now gets to still have that child in her life in some instances, yes. right? Uh, Moses is still in his mother's life, and the fact that she now also gets to see her son become adopted by the king's right. daughter, right? But which is, I hate to cut you off, real, but which is a, a dream of even us in, in modern day. If we have yes, to God. relinquish our children, we will want to, we will the want them to family. be in the best place in the world. And if mm-hmm. they're in the King's palace or in their, they're in the white house or they're in the, the a higher level than where you are, then you're happy to, you're happy that they're there. And you don't want to interrupt that. You'll do everything in your power to make sure that they stay in that place. And that's what Moses' mother did. Did everything in her power, and her power was to raise him and nurture him and then allow him to become the son of. The nanny was the mama. Amen. The nanny was the mother in this scenario. Amen. Okay. And so he didn't have to wonder who his mother was. I don't think, I believe Mm. she whispered to him when he got a little older or yeah. why he was asleep mm-hmm. and when she sang him lullabies so that's what his that's mm. what put in him the desire to know his people yeah yes that's so good that's so good i think when say yeah brother say was talking earlier about um how god placed him in that position for perspective mm-hmm. um and for leadership um and for training to be able to foresee like i know i'm not of this kingdom like Mm -hmm. this this house is not my house um but i'm a part of it because i'm here um and so the benefit of me being here is now i need to understand and see 
what both sides are coming from. Like I know my mother's struggle. I knew the struggle of the people, but I also know the leadership of the kingdom mm-hmm. and how it is not what it needs to be, but I need to be the person to help lead them. It was good right. training ground. Yes. When it came to even in our walk with God, my, uh, Pastor Tim and myself, we worked in a lot of ministries prior to God saying, yeah. okay, it's time for you guys to start your own ministry. Amen. But it wasn't negative. It was great training ground. Yeah. Because, you know, yeah. we can't, you can't go from being a dishwasher to the CEO of an organization right. without some type of training along training. the way. That's right. So That's God right. had us in places, had us close. We, you know, p- always put us in places to be confidants to pastors and leaders and bishop and Amen. learning the process and assisting in that process. Amen. So when God say, okay, it's your time, we were trained. We're not just out yeah. here making mistakes That's right. and hurting people and doing those things. But God has already shown us what to do and what not to do. Amen. Yeah. So that's so what I, Moses qu- had to go through. He was able to go and understand what it is to be favored. Mm. Okay. What it is to so, be favored, basically. So what is it or what transpired? Help help us understand this. Because Moses could have been like, I'm good. I'm I'm living in riches and glory. I'm good up here. I'm I'm getting fed food all day, every day. I'm living in this luxury. Sometimes we get real beside ourselves. Selfish. You know. And you know, <laughs> selfish and, and <laughs> grandiose and as they say, bougie in our own way. Yes. <laughs> Well, you know that kind of jumps I, into the, that jumps into today's message a little bit, but I'm not gonna go all the way there. But Moses knew that he was a little different. I would, mm-hmm. I'll say a lot of different. Um, although he was in the king's palace, and although he dressed like royalty, he looked like royalty, he spoke like royalty. He still knew there was a place that in his life that did not connect. With royalty yeah and it came out a little bit later in that passage when he had to when he would leave the palace to go see what he referenced as his people the hebrew and he did some pretend we're not gonna get all the way there but he referenced we referenced in the passage that he left the palace he, was going back he left himself. the rich folks to go visit his people <laughs> that's what he felt connected to and, and you have to kind of take that home with you because sometimes we are in a great situation but it's just not a comfortable situation not a hundred percent so God will lead you to the place that brings comfort to you we were in ministries all over Jacksonville Florida but we were not 100% comfortable until God mm. put us in the right place and once he put us in the right place it, it, it working in ministry, being a pastor, being a leader, it ain't it ain't it ain't simple. It, I'm sorry, I wish I could tell you it's, it's it's easy, but it's not. However, it's comfortable because at this point, we're ushered by God. Every move, every situation we're in, yes. every step we make is ushered by yes. God. And I tell you, 
that's a good feeling. Amen. To know Amen. That. So good. Amen. Amen. That that so is good. an amazing feeling because God has a way to shake things up yeah. and make you uncomfortable to stir it up and make sure you get off that boat. And that's oh, yeah. what happened to Moses. Yeah. Moses desired to know more. You when you even in your you can um even talk a little bit about this brother uh Norbert is you know your family connection even it doesn't yep. necessarily have to be blood for you to have something that you feel more connected to than where you are yeah so true so true i mean i mean, I mean for me i love my family um and i think about how god intersected our lives and how you guys became a part of it. And it gives me a perspective of a lot of things in life. Um, good on all ends in aspects of to do, not to do, you know, right from wrong and, 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 and life choices and making the best decisions. And I'm thankful that God put me in that place because where I am today, I'm able to speak to everybody yeah. on a on the same level i don't have this this hierarchy feeling about myself or i'm better than you or you're better than me like i'm we're on the same level field and yeah. it's something that you know that pastor tim taught me as a kid he was like you address that person on the other end of that phone the same way they address you if you call them by their first name you're always mr or uh, mr or mrs whatever you make sure that you give them the same respect that you give yourself and that you want from yourself. Like those things are things that we sometimes don't always do, you know, right. Oh, I'm calling in cause you, Oh, I, you owe me or I owe you whatever. But the problem is you're not going to talk to me sometimes. Well, we're going to talk to each other like adults, right? Right. right. I'm going to give you the same respect that you give me. That's right. Yeah. That, that, that's what that, we that are. Training. That's that preparation. That's, that's big. God is orchestrated. A so, plan for your life. So I have a I have a reverse question, brother Norbert, uh, brother Sullivan. So your transition was wasn't overnight. It was a while. Mm. It, I mean, um, I have to say you welcome the training, but I have a question for you. Was it always easy? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I, I think you, I think you can understand now how Moses felt. Okay, listen. No, it was not always easy. Um, give me a test. I mean, give me a, give me a test. I want to hear one of your tests. Let, let me interrupt to, to say this. One of the things that you said earlier, and I took a note of that, is things don't have to be easy before it can be comfortable. Yes. 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 And yes. there's a difference. That, mm. There's there's a difference. Amen. So, I mean, I'm assuming, um, going back to your question to um, Brother Sullivan, is things weren't easy, but you you know you're in the right place. Yes, <laughs> you yes. Know, you're comfortable. This is, this is true. Yeah. Yeah, That and that's what it was. Like, it wasn't easy um, going from not going to church on a regular basis, but my family had ties to the church. Um, you know, grandma and grandpa, that's the church I grew up in, but stepped away with my family for a period of time and come back and i wanted to be involved now like i'm as a child wanted to have you know my relationship with god and you know the availability for me to get back and forth wasn't necessarily there but god put me in the church at the right time because pastor tim and pastor d were there 
Pastor Tim was over the music ministry at the time. Um, and then he elevated to over the youth ministry. Amen. And they together um, became the youth pastors. Uh, and so for me, growing up now, becoming connected to them through the ministry, I end up becoming their godchild. So now I'm a quote unquote PK, right? Right. And now, now, now I'm living the life of a PK, quote unquote, and that's a totally different life than I was accustomed to. Right. Um, and so the responsibilities that came along with it were not always what I wanted, but I knew the responsibilities were going to build the character that God needed me to be in later in life. So you the made a decision. I, yeah, I hate to cut you out. You made a decision. I got to tell this one. You, I wanted you to get into a story, but you wouldn't go there. But so I'm gonna get into the time that we were. Um, you, you had made a decision. You said, "I'm going with y'all wherever we we going together." So you said, "I'm going." So we were in a revival, and it was supposed to be Tuesday through Friday. And you came Tuesday. I took you home. You came Wednesday. I took you home, and you was like, "Daddy, do I have to come Thursday and Friday?" I said, "Yes." <laughs> and and you was like you wouldn't say nothing you wanted to ask you wanted to go back come back and ask why but you were smart <laughs> enough not to ask why you just you sat over in the seat you just hushed your mouth <laughs> you got out of the car I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> amen amen and that's see you tomorrow okay. see you tomorrow that's that same water okay same water. That's all. That's the same water. She, he became a preacher's kid. Okay. And everything that go along with that, and and uh, you know multiple services, and he was right along with us. Yes, he was. And uh, and we thank God for him. But that all of that training ground, we talked about the leadership that uh, Moses gained, the understanding and training, prepared you for ministry. Amen. Away from us. Yeah. So there's nothing. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. And that, I'll say this and not to cut you off, but that was the blessing inside of it. I've had people in younger life speak over me in a way like, you know, you're going to be a pastor and all this one. Then I'm like, God ain't said, my godparents ain't said, I ain't out. That ain't my ministry. I'm good. Um, but in 2020, I realized that my ministry wasn't necessarily in a pulpit. Amen. I realized my ministry was me being able to connect with the people that I lead and serve with on the ministry, on the team that I have at my current church. Yes. On on our Wednesdays and Thursdays, we have our own Bible study. And it's my job, along with my other two counter leads, we have to take the word, make sure we get it. We receive it. We got to dissect it to be able to take it back to that team and say, help us understand what you got out of it. And right. when they bring up a point or something from it, we have to be able to speak to it. Right. That Amen. is ministry. You're you're cultivating life with people. You're doing life with people. You're guiding them in the principles of God through his word and showing them different things that they may not have seen in those perspectives and what they got. And that is ministry. And I realized that it came, to your training. That that it came, came to your training. all through what I learned as yeah. a child yeah. in being able to hear, receive, and un eat myself, make sure I get mine, 
you know, and be able to regurgitate it um, and hear from God in those moments. I remember a time in college, and we're going to wrap this thing up, but I remember a time in college, and this is how I knew I was in deep. (laughs) I was real in deep. I called my parents one Sunday because my church in college had a guest preacher. And he was in the pulpit talking. And it it didn't sit well with my spirit. (laughs) I called mom and dad. I said, mom and dad, this man said such and such. I don't think that was right. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that didn't, mm -mm. I don't think he was right on that one. I don't think that's how that went. I don't think he meant what he meant, but that wasn't right. That wasn't right. 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 And that showed me the the upbringing that I had was able to discern certain things from people that was not spiritually Amen. feeding me the correct stuff. Amen. Exactly. You can't you can't feed me any kind of any kind of meal on a Sunday, on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, whatever night the church service is. You can't feed this one right here anything. That's Amen. right. Because Amen. now, because I've learned the difference, I understand, I read for myself, but I also got spiritual parents who I can go back to and be like, hey, this is what this man said, or this is what this woman said. Let's Can we talk about this? Because this don't sound like I, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> we had lots no, of And that was after, after the fact, because remember, initially, you would skip church a little while. You'd skip a Sunday. You go to next Sunday, and then you got consistent. Thank you for doing that. Uh-huh. Uh, but then your consistency—that's when it happened. While you started being consistent, you said, "I shouldn't have went that day." I said, "No, no, no, no. You did right to go because you, as as my daddy would say, eat the fish and spit out the bones. So the good stuff you keep, the garbage you throw away. Mm-hmm. And there was some garbage in there. You throw that away. But you 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 maintain your consistency, and that's what you learn to do." maintain your spiritual consistency because God has a blessing for you because there, there's going to come a time where you're going to, be, going to be the messenger and that's where you are right now. You're the messenger now because you have been to the place where you were receiving the message. The question is how did you receive the message? And the answer is the way you're acting now what, by being the messenger. And if I might and may say uh, and we and as the mother we had to put him on the river path as well yes, we did. because we had to call like that that's not the church let us find you one yes, yes. okay mm-hmm. and do that research and make sure you're in a good place and he and he so, listened that's one thing and that I love was about. great and he listened yeah. so like like moses's mother we knew you know you allowed us to at the age you were you were not as young as moses but you allowed us to take that place to be able to put you on the right path to make sure you get connected with the right people. One day we're going to have to come back and do a podcast about your testimony, Nova, because it could absolutely oh, be a blessing to people to to hear your testimony. Amen, 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 okay. amen. I know we kind of got we, Listen, we yeah, a lot we... of meat in, in this because you can just you know relate so much to Moses, his mother, the, the plan, the plot that his sister had took in that, yeah, yes. the part that the midwives took in that, the part that Pharaoh's daughter took in that, all of that was for Moses' expected end. 
it was because it was expected. He had to get that training. He had to know that side. And then when he went back and forth to to his brethren and to the Hebrew, he was still able to go back and forth. But what we don't recognize is in order for you to go back and forth and be either side, you had to look like your brother. Yes. You had to look like oh, the king. come on, somebody. You had to look like the slave. So mm-hmm. what does that tell you? It, uh, except for the clothing except for the standing up right and the posture they look the same they look the same so yeah, it doesn't it. really matter what your status is you can be king come on you can be a king you can be a queen it's a attitude it's a it's training it's education yes yes so good you can be you can and? go and understand, we enslaved ourselves. We were one people. Yeah, that's it. Oh man, this message was good, y'all. If you ain't had a chance, you yeah, definitely need to go on over there to connections three and one dot com and check it out. Amen. Okay. That's and certain. if you can't got there, go to Facebook. Go it's Facebook. on there. Catch us on Facebook. You. you catch us on listen. The website. Listen, the word is there, and it, it is fruitful this message is going to give you what you need i promise you listen i want to say thank you so very much for you guys taking the time out to hang out with me today in the connected conversations corner like we we had a good time y'all uh we gotta go (laughs) i I understand we we always tend to this 2021 we started off going over time yeah we gotta we gotta bring it back because we we definitely pride ourselves and want to make sure we have an hour of power it it doesn't take all that to give god glory we know that you could do be with anyone else and you can use so many options out there and we thank god for each of you for listening to us for watching us for coming and attending and you know just be blessed because we want you all to always be connected and protected amen amen Amen. thank you guys so much for joining us today on connected conversations i'm your boy brother sullivan we out all right